Welcome to this week's episode of The Square. I am really excited because we're going to get to sit down and talk with some of the interns from our digital internship this year. A couple of weeks ago, you may remember, we had an opportunity to have a conversation with Halima McWilliams, who's our director of HR, about this digital remote internship that Corgan was doing this year. So today I'm joined by Sabrina Bay and Nino Chambers. And, you know, one of the things that stands out in my mind from that conversation with Halima is that you guys were titled Corgan's first ever pajama interns. And I guess the question is, is were there days that you actually were able to do the internship in your pajamas? Yes, from the bottom down at least, because we did have our cameras on. <laughs> yes. So Sabrina, tell me a little bit about um, where you go to school, but also you know, what sector you were involved with and, and what the day-to-day -day looked like. So I go to Savannah College of Art and Design, um, also known as SCAD, and I'm in the Atlanta campus. And I was part of the interior sector in the Atlanta office. All right, Nino, how about you? Yeah, um, I go to Tuskegee University in Tuskegee, Alabama, and I was a part of the education studio in the Dallas office. Um, yeah. Awesome. All right, so tell me a little bit about the internship. Like, what was it? What was surprising about it? What was the experience like? Nino, why don't you start us off? Yeah, so um, I think Sabrina actually had a similar experience to me because we're both on the East Coast. So we actually had a, a bit of a late start in the morning, so that was nice. Um, and my mornings kind of were, well, I was actually a part of two projects, um, the Hugo project, which I think we'll talk about later, and then an education studio. We were given a schematic design project to work on. So I kind of split the day between doing those two projects, um, and then we had a lot of meetings and lunch and learns for like continuing education. And then just like a lot of fun times, but happy hours, I think once a week, just to meet the other interns and some other people throughout the office. And so it was a really good time, and it was very educational. Awesome. Sabrina, what projects were you working on? Um, I was working mainly on the Hugo project because the Atlanta office, they're, all of their projects were almost at the end of their process. Mm. Uh, but it was really fun, well, just the Hugo. And also, um, I touched base a lot with the Atlanta uh, studio people. And they were actually being my mentors with my, uh, with my projects. And they walked me through the current projects that they were working on, too. So just mainly Hugo. You know Totally. So I, I think one of the biggest parts of a traditional internship is is kind of getting to feel out what you like and don't like about a job or an area of study. Tell me some things that you that you liked or didn't like about what you were learning. First thing before before the learning aspect, I just loved the Corgan culture from day one because I always wanted to be that one person that shows positivity and supporting people. And I, because I didn't get such a welcoming environment at my previous jobs, or if I'm a newcomer to a different organization, right? Mm -hmm. But since day one, I was like, oh my gosh, this company is full of Sabrina, <laughs> <laughs> full of wannabe Sabrinas. This is my pool, you know? Um, so I love the level of involvement and the positivity. I just love that um, at the first sight. One thing, that I learned is while doing the Hugo project, our theme was agility and architecture. And I knew that agility was uh, Corgan's big thing, but I didn't quite know what it 
actually would mean to us or mean to me. So we started off with the mind mapping and then we started diving deeper into what we thought agility meant. And we agreed on um, changing, uh, adapting to rapid changes. And thinking about that with architecture was something definitely new to all of us. Because in the beginning, when we were giving with the prompts, they were like, agility and architecture, have at it. And we were like, what? <laughs> have at what? Um, but it definitely got us to, I guess, learn to research more deep into things that we are uncertain about. And that's something that I will definitely take away with um, this from this internship and definitely will have it in my skill set in the future now. Because not just thinking about, oh, this could happen or that could happen. Why don't we just push this idea? Um, this Hugo project really taught me how to back it up with the supporting research and the studies and so on and so forth. So you've both mentioned the Hugo design sprint. Nino, tell me a little bit about what that was. Yeah, um, so on week two of the internship, we met with the Hugo office, um, which I guess the best way to describe it is like this cool office or sector of, of Corrigan um, that really does a lot of high-level thinking about the industry um, and where it's going. And so we, were, um, we met with them and they gave us this project, which we're going to talk about, which was agility was the prompt. And we were tasked with finding emerging technology and incorporating that into a new tech or typology that was uh, addressing a change in human behavior. And so we broke into a team of the four, all the interns, and we had the opportunity to work on a project that would uh, meet all those criteria. And we really had the opportunity to, to work on things that were interesting to us. And so it wasn't really prescribed or anything. It was very open-ended. Um, and I think that was a challenge at some times, but at the end, you could really see how everyone's personality shone through their projects, which is something I really enjoyed. How did that compare to a project that you might have done at school? Um, I know at my school, we do a lot of practical projects. Um, so more, oh, can these be built? Um, are they feasible? And so the Hugo project was a very um, forward-thinking uh, experience where we were tasked and really challenged to, to push the boundary of the emerging technologies and think about how they could be utilized in the future um, and not ways that they're being currently utilized. So were there challenges in kind of having to balance both the um, Hugo design sprint and some of the sector work and, and just doing all of that remotely? Yes, um, definitely every day was a challenge. And I think the biggest one was just finding a good balance between um, working on two projects simultaneously. Um, in school, you might have different classes, but you're kind of only working on one project at a time. And so that was a challenge I think a lot of interns experience was just delegating time so that each project each project would equally get like the same amount of love. Um, and then just remoting in and trying to do it virtually is something we all probably had to learn um, as, we go, as we went because we don't, we don't do that at school. So that was a challenge, but super easy with Microsoft Teams. Yeah, <laughs> shameless plug. So let's talk about that for a second because definitely I think one of the, the biggest challenges in general for a, a digital remote internship is still feeling that connectivity and, and that, um, that inclusion and, and, and getting the, the, the experience from people that have been in the, the job for a while. Um, Sabrina, how did, that, how did that play out for you? Oh, I felt so included and it wasn't, although I'm looking at the screen all the time, I didn't feel like I was doing this virtually. I don't know how to explain this, 
But that's something else that really surprised me um, with this internship because we did already have our either quarters or um, semester at school doing this virtually and it didn't quite work out the way it was supposed to. And so in the beginning, I was just like, okay, virtual internship skeptical you know how good it's gonna be because we've already gone through whole all that all that so um, I didn't have that many expectations in the beginning and once it started I was like oh my gosh I feel like all these people are in my room um, just the level of connectivity that you guys have put together it was just awesome that that kudos to you um, I think all of us really felt connected and comfortable because we are in our pajamas obviously <laughs> but that was really um, yeah so, that was good so then nino did you have a similar experience or tell me a little bit about from your perspective yeah i definitely would agree that i was a bit apprehensive at the beginning i was like oh how is this gonna work um it was just like a lot of questions that i think a lot of people had but um, like sabrina said like i think what the hallmark of the internship was was just like the speed at which the connections happened um it seemed very organic and not like, I think everyone coming in on that same apprehension level, um, you kind of just put yourself into it and just made the most of it. And so that like put everyone on a level, a level playing field. Um, so I think the connections happened really easily and like people were seeking them out because it was virtual, if that makes sense. And to add on that, I think this whole connectivity as I call it, started from the very beginning before this internship even started. Because because it's online and it's virtual, we wouldn't expect any you know anything more. But then all the packages, the welcoming packages with the T-shirts and the water bottles and just the things that you guys have sent to our homes and really, I wouldn't say personalized, but it felt really personalized to me. Um, so that whole thing, I was like, wow, I really feel like I'm joining this company as interns and not just you know in front of the computer. Yeah, like doing remote work. Yeah, doing remote work, you know? In your journey to be an architect and a designer, what role do you think this internship is going to play? How has that helped push you down the path, not push you down the path? Um, I think one of the biggest things is just learning the collaboration um, across, like, the computer. Because I think that's something we don't get a lot in school. Um, this was my first internship. And it's really nice that this was, like, the first one I had because it like taught me a lot of skills about like just communicating virtually um, and collaborating across or doing a project without being in person with the people, which I think happens a lot in offices, especially if you're doing projects like across the US or in different areas. Um, you like have a lot of meetings and things of that nature that are not in person. And so just how to conduct yourself and how to make them less awkward and all those things. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, and then just how to connect with the people in the meetings on like a personal level um, and not just about the work because it's less fun if you don't know the people you're talking to. It oh. taught us how to be agile. Samantha, <laughs> you're hearing us. <laughs> so, so, so as you're thinking about, you know, being an interior designer and, and the kind of projects you want to do, Sabrina, how does that, how does this enable that, you know, support it? You know, just to bounce off of what Nino briefly said um, about uh, getting used to this remote work, even with interior design or even with architecture, we don't, we just, this was a huge learning opportunity for us to realize that we don't actually have to 
meet everyone in person all the time. You know, how people jokingly say this quarantine and COVID has taught us that not all meetings have to be in person. And just like that, we don't, um, it really taught us to really connect with, I and mean, we can even in the future connect with clients and even do job visits, site visits and everything um, virtually, I believe. And it's really teaching us how to be flexible in all situation and how to be agile in all situation. <laughs> so um, I think it was a really good opportunity and that's something that we all will take from this internship. Tell me something concrete that you learned specific to your field of study through the internship, um, you know, specific to either architecture or design. So this is um, a really small detail that I took away, um, but at least I got to me because it never crossed my mind before, um, was if you're sending, and this is kind of related to virtual, but it could be applicable if you're in, a, I guess, real world. But um, I was sending people my portfolio just to get my thoughts, and then people mentioned to me that like the font uh, was a little too like narrow to be like easily read on most computer screens which is something i didn't think about and so when we had the portfolio workshop um and like had a person that actually reviews portfolios um for corgan um, it was really like eye-opening to like see what they're looking for um and that tip like just making sure that it's not only legible for like printing out but the different resolutions of monitors is something that like i didn't i never thought about so that a very concrete tip that I can like implement after the internship. Yeah, that's awesome. Sabrina, how about you? Yeah, I had two things. One is to be what it really means to be truly empathetic when you design. Um, some, I mean, including myself, a lot of us in at school, we think we think of theories and we're just like, oh, if we apply this theory, it'd be good. If we apply that theory, it'd be good. And we just tend to generalize and not really think of the target audience. Um, and when we were doing this Hugo project, our target audience specifically was people at the disaster site and just being rescued. So those people obviously will have, they were just you know, rescued from a totally different atmosphere and experience. And we had to specifically think about them and not just generalize. So that's those, uh, some of the tips that we got doing that was um, something that was eye-opening for me and i thought oh what could be good to most of us who are in a everyday you know day-to-day -day life couldn't wouldn't really be good for these people who are just from this you know situation type of thing and another thing was just like nino said about the font in the very beginning uh during the Corian University in Learn to Learn, we learned about different composition when we take the views of um, certain you know, renderings that we've done. And I didn't really know that there were so many rules applied to taking that one perfect perspective view and different ways to, even just to fly through, we were all doing it wrong. <laughs> and just learning about the small details that really makes your portfolio more strong and concrete. Um, that was something that I took lots of notes on and I really will hang on to that for life. <laughs> so full disclosure, I had the opportunity to speak to you guys right at the beginning of your internship, a little bit about you know your story and your why and um, I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek's It Starts With Why. So 
this may be a little bit of a loaded question, but was there something you discovered about why you want to do what you want to do in terms of being a designer and an architect through this internship? Um, I'm working with the education studio on the schematic design for an elementary school um, in Dallas. We really, um, well, we did our part of the project and then we had the opportunity to see what the, the firm was actually doing um, with the project as well. So that was really eye-opening to see like the similarities, but also differences. Um, but like you were just saying, the why, um, they really got the opportunity to talk to the kids and like the end users of the, the school and really uh, formulate their design around them. And so I think that's one of the biggest things I'm like my why and in getting into design and architecture is like empathetic design as Sabrina was talking about and really making spaces and opportunities for people to, to use and that they'll really cherish, um, not just like inhabit, um, but spaces that will like allow them to be like the truest version of themselves. And so I think that was cool to see. So for my why, I am still uh, not, I'm still undecided in an open book for what sector of the interior, what field of interior. But my big why on doing, oh, my big why on, oh, I want to go into this interior design field was because of the impact that we can make. Um, in the beginning, before I even chose interior design, I thought design was just to make us happy. Oh, I like to, you know, make pretty things and it's just for myself or it's just to please other people's, you know, eyes and be like, oh, that's pretty. This is pretty. But I didn't really learn about how impactful architecture and interior design can play role in um, the society. And when I learned that, it was when I went to this healthcare lecture and um, a group of architects and interior designers designed a rehabilitation center and it was helping people to recover more quickly and just this architectural component that becomes a tool to help these people walk mm -hmm. while it looks pretty too. Um, so I was like, wow, this is the perfect path that I want to go into doing what I love <laughs> and at the same time making such a huge impact on people, whether it's, you know, a small scale or big scale, however people would see it, it's still huge for me. So that was my why. Love that. You know, as somebody who's not an architect, that's something that I've really been impressed with the last seven or eight years, just the, the effect that good design can have and intentional design can have on people without them even realizing it. That's, that's huge. All right, so tell me a little bit about what's next. Sabrina, what, what's next for you? So in the near future, <laughs> I will be going back to school. My quarter starts in a month. So I have a month of free time. Um, and in that free time, I'll probably decorate my house like crazy. <laughs> um, and once the school starts, I actually am currently a CETA assistant at school, Council of Interior Design Association. Uh, so I'll be doing that and my capstone project comes up uh, and the Atlanta office mentor, she was the reason why I joined Corrigan um, she's the one who introduced me and she miraculously became my mentor. And so I asked her, hey, will you be my, I proposed, I was like, will you be my mentor for this mentor, uh, you know, capstone project? And she said, yeah. So I'll be keeping in contact with her and my strengths finder, Doppelganger. She was awesome too. Um, so that's shortly coming up. And in the future, I really hope to boomerang back <laughs> to Corrigan. <laughs> I just love this company's culture. I, 
really enjoyed my month uh, doing this internship. It was way too short, <laughs> but I definitely want to boomerang back. That four weeks flew, I'm sure. Nino, how about you? What are your next steps? Yeah, um, so actually the internship really helped me, I guess, make a decision about the next semester and, and help me feel more confident about deciding to stay home. Um, so I'll be home instead of going back to school um, and like doing my classes virtually. Um, so I got a, a teaser of how that would be during those four weeks. Um, and I feel confident that I'll be able to like do them successfully. Um, so that's the next, uh, well, coming up next for me. And then I have two more years of school. So I'm, I'll be a fourth year and then I'm in a five year program. So buckling down and then trying to decide what I'm going to do for my thesis. I can't wait to, uh, I can't wait to follow up with you guys, you know, as you graduate and, and, you know, kind of start to spread your wings, hopefully boomerang back. Um, but I'm, I really appreciate you guys joining me and, and kind of giving us a glimpse into your experience and, and for being part of this kind of, you know, adventure and experiment that was the digital internship. I, I guess maybe it's, it's good to wrap up with if somebody was thinking about doing this, you know, next year, what was, what's one thing you would tell them to do? Nina, why don't you start? Um, I would say go for it and put yourself out there. Like, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone, even if it, it seems uncomfortable, which it probably will, but it's just like that line. And as soon as you cross it, like you're like, oh, why was I even thinking about not doing this? So that's my advice. All the same, I would say, what are you waiting for? <laughs> just go for it right now, because you just never know what's gonna happen. So many great things are gonna happen and it'll be out of your expectations and you will make it worth it and it'll be a worthwhile time. So definitely go for it. Well, and I'm excited to hear that you guys were both able to network peop with people and create some lasting relationships, even though, you know, in theory, you've never met them actually in person. So that's awesome. Thank you both for joining us and giving us a glimpse inside the internship and, and sharing with us both some of the challenges, but some of the benefits and rewards as well. If you're listening to this in the audio-only version, make sure you check out the video version so you can meet Sabrina and Nino, and, and we'll try to link to some of the projects the interns worked on in the description below. Thank you for joining us this week on The Square.